Welcome to the Nutritionista podcast, your new health and wellness resource made for women like you who are constantly on the go 24-7, chasing your dreams or just chasing your children or even those of us who manage to do both. This podcast is dedicated to helping you achieve your ideal level of health and happiness. We break down everything from nutrition, hormones, relationships, business, and travel to manifestation and wellness. If you're ready to start evolving into your best possible future self, the one that effortlessly attracts success, fulfillment, and happiness into their lives, listen up. You're in the perfect place, and it's time to start living like this version of yourself right now. The show must begin. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Nutritionista podcast. Today, I wanted to chat about something that comes up in our DMs almost every week. So we wanted to put together an episode to talk about the basics of the gut and hormone connection. So as we all know, hormones play a crucial role in our bodies. So regulating a variety of functions like our metabolism, growth, development, and mood. The gut itself, though, is a hugely important organ. It's responsible for breaking down and absorbing all the foods that we eat. The gut and the hormones are absolutely interconnected. The gut microbiome, which is all the bacteria that's housed within the gut, so we're talking from the stomach to the intestines and everything connected in between, this is where that bacteria live. Now, this microbiome, can influence the levels and the activity of hormones within our bodies. So that gut hormone connection is a vastly complex and intricate relationship within that gastrointestinal or gut system. And therefore the hormones are regulating various physiological processes in our bodies. So once again, hormones are those chemical messengers that are secreted by the various glands in our bodies. So it's like the pituitary gland in our brain, the thyroid gland at the front of our throats and the adrenal glands, which are located on top of our kidneys and the gonads, which are our sexual organs. So that would be our ovaries and the testes in a male. So these hormones travel through our bloodstreams and they communicate with various organs and tissues. I like to think of them as like the teenagers that don't stop talking to each other and they gossip in the halls. They regulate processes, like I said, like the metabolism and the growth and so forth, and they play a huge role in our mental health. It's just almost mind-blowing when you think about the gut. Like I've just always been so fascinated by anything kind of gut-related just because of how much of an impact it actually has on our health. It's an essential organ responsible for breaking down and absorbing everything we eat. So it's just, oh, it's incredible. It's also home to trillions of microorganisms collectively known as like the gut microbiome. And this plays such a crucial role in regulating not only our gut health, but our overall health. And there's so much research on just what the gut microbiome can action and regulate within the body. It's, oh, it's just, and it's such an amazing area of research as well. I love researching about this sort of stuff. The gut microbiome, which is the collection of bacteria and other microorganisms in our digestive system, can affect the production of hormones in our body. One way it does it by making something called a short chain fatty acid. 
SCFAs, as we call them, just to break, like to make it sound a little bit more, you know, less intimidating. So this happens when the gut ferments. And these SCFAs can interact with um, specific parts of the gut which regulate our appetite and play a role in our development. So in a nutshell, the gut microbiome affects the production of hormones like estrogen and testosterone that are important for reproductive health. If the balance of these, these hormones are disrupted, it can cause health issues, for example, you know, oh, multiple different things. Um, so like taking antibiotics um, will change the balance of the gut microbiome and lead to hormone imbalances, which is yeah. something most people don't realize when they're taking antibiotics for certain things, that the impact that it can actually have on their hormones. Yeah, and antibiotics, I'm not against them at all, and either are you. So no. we're not saying they're a bad thing. They are absolutely life-saving in some conditions. But one thing that I don't feel in modern medicine is pushed enough is that once you take an antibiotic and it literally goes down to your gut and it bombs everything, so it destroys majority of the bacteria that live in your gut, what we then have to do is once we're better, we need to repopulate that bacteria otherwise we can have further issues where the bad bacteria might mm. populate and get rid of the good does that make sense so they all kind of fight their little inner wars in there so we just need to make sure everything's repopulated in terms of taking probiotics but with that too the prebiotics need to go with the probiotics and that's something yeah. i talk endlessly about in clinic and dm so the gut brain axis is another hugely important aspect of this gut hormone connection the gut and the brain are connected to through a complex network of nerves and hormones, and the gut can send signals to the brain that impact the production of the regulation of hormones and the production of hormones in a whole. So stress, for example, can hugely impact the gut and lead to changes in hormones in our body. So stress can be a, a huge one that knocks everything out. Now, improving our gut health through diet and lifestyle changes absolutely can promote hormone balance in the body, and that is something we absolutely work on. Eating a diet rich in fiber and fermented food, so this comes back to that prebiotics, then managing stress, and if you listen to the last episode where we talk about sleep issues being a huge sign of stress, mm -hmm. And then there's taking probiotics with the prebiotics and avoiding antibiotics if possible and other medications that can and often do disrupt that delicate gut microbiome balance that we have. And these are all strategies that can promote gut health and hormone balance. And like, I find it, it can seem overwhelming, I guess, when you think of all these things you have to do and it's like, uh, you know, but the thing is like, exploring how gut health can lead to hormone imbalances within the body. So to break it down, when the gut microbiome is disrupted, it can lead to a variety of problems such as inflammation. You probably heard the word leaky gut and changes within the gut environment. Um, these changes can impact the production and regulation of hormones within the body, leading to hormone imbalances and a range of health issues such as weight gain, acne, and mood disorders. Yeah, absolutely. So Another question we get asked too is how can our gut bacteria impact hormone production within our body? So to break that down again further, it's the gut bacteria that produces a like it breaks down those hormones in the gut. So such as serotonin and dopamine. So a lot of people might hear that connection between the two. And these are crucial for regulating mood and behavior. 
So gut bacteria can also impact the production of hormones such as estrogen and testosterone. So now we're talking back to sex hormones and they're obviously important for reproductive health. So gut health and hormone balance are absolutely connected and the gut itself is such a complex ecosystem. And as you said, it's made up of trillions of microorganisms. So they play such a vital role in everything. So those microorganisms interact with the gut lining. So the lining of the gut that everything passes through, our immune system, nervous system, and so many more. So poor gut health, obviously leads to hormone imbalances within that body. And it plays such a critical role in terms of our metabolism, the elimination and detoxification of our hormones. And so when that gut microbiome is disrupted, and that can be antibiotics or even just a poor diet, so diets high in processed foods, it often does, unfortunately, lead to an imbalance in those hormone levels. So as you said before, there's a range of varieties of symptoms that kind of pop up that not everyone connects back to the gut. So like you said, weight gain. So someone might be thinking they're just eating generally too much food, but it might not necessarily be the case. Hence why it's always worth having a chat to someone that is maybe standing back a little bit and seeing you as the whole picture instead of weight gain as a whole. And once again, it can also lead to reproductive issues because those sex hormones are so vastly connected. Now, you touched on something before I want to jump into as well is leaky gut syndrome. Mm -hmm. So leaky gut itself occurs when that lining of the gut becomes more permeable than usual. So imagine it's like a really tight piece of fabric. And as you kind of stretch that fabric out, you can basically hold it under a tap and the water will start to drip through the fibers. That's exactly what we're talking about here. So that's when um, toxins, bacteria, harmful substances or even just substances from broken down mm. food can get through that gut barrier entering the bloodstream. So this is when those substances can disrupt the delicate balance of hormones in the body, which can lead to an imbalance and range of health issues, not to mention immunity and autoimmunity too. Then there's inflammation. So mm. inflammatory compounds that are produced by the gut often interfere with hormone production and regulation too. So Chronic inflammation can contribute to insulin resistance. So therefore everything, that ball keeps rolling down the hill and it can further impact hormones that lead to further issues such as metabolic disorders, for example, like diabetes. It's crazy, isn't it? Like the other big thing and the other major factor I find is stress. And I think we talk about stress so much and the impact that it has on our bodies, but it has such a big impact on our gut health yeah. and hormones within the body as well. So that gut-brain access connects the gut and the brain through a complex network of nerves and hormones, and stress disrupts this connection, leading to changes in the gut microbiome and hormone levels in the body. So chronic stress can contribute to hormone imbalances, um, including the stress hormone cortisol, which then again leads to weight gain and anxieties. So everything kind of links all in together, and while it seems overwhelming, so the gut and brain communicate through a that complex of nerves and hormones, allowing the gut to send signals to the brain. And this impacts the hormone production and regulation. For example, when the gut's full, it sends a signal to the brain that can decrease appetite and regulate food intake through the release of the hormones such as ghrelin and leptin. Stress, mm -hmm. another factor, can impact the gut-brain axis, as I just mentioned. So when the body is stressed, 
the HPA axis um, is activated, leading to the release of the stress hormone cortisol. So chronic stress can disrupt the gut microbiome and lead to inflammation, which impacts hormone production, regulation, including the cortisol levels. Yeah, I think that fight or flight response that mm. so many women feel that they're stuck in is a huge thing. I want to do a future podcast on the HPA axis to yeah. rest and digest and the fight or flight systems and kind of how to join those two dots together and switch from one to the other and the importance of that. So we'll flag that for an upcoming episode. So that's yeah. it. It's, it's such a big puzzle, isn't it? And once you start to put all the little pieces in and you start to think, oh, it's it could be this and this causes this. And it's just, yeah. it's amazing. The body is amazing. Yeah. So hormones like serotonin and dopamine and melatonin are all produced in the gut and they have such important roles in regulating mood and behavior and sleep like we spoke about in the last episode. Serotonin itself plays a huge role in regulating that gut function. And it includes the regulation of that intestinal motility. So it's how fast food is passing through the digestive tract. And it includes the secretion of digestive enzymes. So those enzymes being there to break those foods down. Imbalances in serotonin levels have been linked to a huge range of issues like irritable bowel syndrome and depression. So what I really want to drive home is that I guess the saying is true, and we know this anyway, that all disease or symptoms, I should say, mm everything kind of really does start in the gut. So it's not necessarily you are what you eat. It's you are what you absorb too. So if your gut health is not 100% and you're still eating the best of the best diets, you're just really passing all of that through as poop essentially and you're not really absorbing it. So you really need to make sure that gut health is 100% to then be getting the best out of everything. Now, as we were talking about in terms of hormones and neurotransmitters, so such as serotonin and dopamine that leads to those impacts in behavior, mood, and even appetite, disruptions to that gut microbiome, like I mentioned before, that antibiotic use, it leads to imbalances in hormones as well as neurotransmitters. So that's where the mood and the mental health aspect comes into it. So it can lead to such a range of health issues. And, you know, I find in clinic as well, sometimes when someone comes to me with something, the first thing I do is actually heal and seal the gut. And it might not, they, they might think, oh, why are we doing gut work when I'm here for this? But it's like, if you're not absorbing, like you said, we can't do any other, anything else. There's no point giving supplements or things like that, because we really need to get the gut working first. And it, exactly. um, yeah, because that gut brain access plays such a crucial role in regulating the hormone production. And going back, like strategies for improving gut health, such as eating a healthy diet, taking probiotics, prebiotics, like you mentioned, but managing stress is a massive thing. And that really promotes a healthy gut brain access to then regulate the hormones. Yeah. So I want to finish off this short episode with maybe our top tips on improving gut health for hormone balance. So these strategies can include anything from diet to managing stress and so forth. So my top five would be number one, eating a balanced diet. So it sounds pretty silly, but that's where I would start. So making sure that we are eating some great food anyway, a diet rich in fiber, fruits, veggies, and all of these can help promote a healthy gut microbiome because most of these are prebiotics and they improve hormone regulation. So making sure the gut is right in all disease states or any kind of symptom, there's no point throwing supplements or medications on something. If the gut isn't right, therefore we're not going to absorb everything and things aren't going to, it's just going to take a lot longer to get back to that perfect state of health. 
Number two, probiotics and prebiotics. So if you have had a round of antibiotics or something like that, or you just feel like you've had some testing and everything's a very, very low range, these probiotics and prebiotics obviously help support the growth of that beneficial gut bacteria, which then helps regulate hormone production and metabolism. Number three, avoiding processed and sugary foods. I think that's a big thing here. So these foods disrupt that gut microbiome and lead to inflammation and a host of many other things. But obviously these have a huge impact on hormone balance. Um, my number four, number four, sorry, would be staying hydrated. So drinking so much water is a great thing for us. And I don't think we do it enough, especially yeah, in the winter months, but it depends whereabouts in the world you are. Just yeah, staying hydrated as much as possible is a great thing to keep that digestion running smoothly and to support gut health. And I think my number five would be to manage stress. So I think especially myself, I'm not perfect in here in any state of play, but chronic stress, even for me, can disrupt the gut microbiome and lead to inflammation, which can then impact hormone balance. So really focusing in on stress management techniques like meditation and yoga. And I know there are a few rolling their eyes right now because they've tried it and hate it. Find what works for you. <laughs> and all of these tips, yeah, really definitely support that gut brain access and just trust your gut. Because I'm someone who can't, I, I don't like, I like yoga, but I find you know, it get, when you know when it gets to the end and you've got that meditation part, oh, my mind is, I just want to leave. I'm like, I've got so much to do. I don't want to lay here. I need to go. <laughs> so my, my top, my, my top, well, top five, the next five, I think exercise often. I, well, I don't like yoga. I love Pilates. So regular exercise can help promote a healthy gut microbiome and support hormone regulation. I know it sounds cliche, but trust me, it works. Just find the exercise that works for you. Even walking. I love walking. I find that de-stressing as well. Yeah. Um, while antibiotics have an amazing place in this world, I think if you don't need them, if it's not a bacterial infection and it's just a cold or something, you know, you don't need to take them. So try to avoid them when you can. Um, antibiotic can obviously disrupt the gut microbiome and lead to imbalances in the hormone levels. Another massive one um, is getting enough sleep. So mm. sleep is essential for overall health. It can support like the healthy gut microbiome and then lead to obviously hormone balance. Yeah. Number nine, um, this is a hard one for most people, limit alcohol and caffeine consumption. Alcohol <laughs> and caffeine can disrupt the gut microbiome and lead to inflammation, which then indirectly obviously affects the hormone balance. And last but not least, supplementation. So certain supplements such as omega-3 fatty acids, magnesium, yeah. and vitamin D can help support gut health and hormone balance. Yeah. Now, it's really important to not self-diagnose and self, I guess, go over and get over the counters. Yeah. Um, the best thing is to speak to a qualified nutritionist um, who understands the dosage levels or who compounds or something, just so you can get the right targeted amount for you and what you need, because Supplementation is essentially still a medication. Um, there can be interactions and things, but I love those supplements for things with gut work. So yeah. Yeah, I love that. And yes, I, I feel personally attacked with caffeine myself. Yeah. When I'm doing hormone work on myself and getting everything back in the flow, as I often do, 
stepping back from caffeine, even if it's for a week or just cutting down from two to one, it can make a huge amount of difference. It doesn't feel like it at the time and you might hate it. But like a week or so later, it absolutely does. Like when hormones then settle and balance. Yeah. A world of difference. It's like um it's like the fog lifts and I get like, well, I've cut down my coffee dramatically. I'm only having like one or two a week now from having two to three a day. And I can't believe the difference from, I I felt like I had nervous energy, but it was just more probably anxiety. And I think that was caffeine induced. And now when I have a coffee, I'm like, oh, jittery, I can feel it. Yeah. You can usually feel it if you have like a bit of a detox for it for a while and have a breakup. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So in conclusion, the gut hormone connection is complex and multifaceted. Our gut microbiome can impact hormone production and regulation in the body leading to such a vast range of health issues. So by prioritizing your gut health, we can promote hormone balance and improve overall health and well-being. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast on the gut hormone connection. We'll see you again. <laughs>